It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. For those rhinos, radical left Democrats, communists, Marxists, fascists, and others who say, don't look back, look forward. They don't want to reveal the answers because they got away with murder or are fools and cowards because we know that if we don't find out the reason, it could happen again. Trump has about 25 new videos out on Truth Social, all from the same location, but all different topics. This mm. one is about the Georgia elections case, and he's very excited that it's going to be televised live. Yeah, I, we, I was kind of surprised, and I think, uh, Bill, I speak for you as well, that the federal courthouse has its own YouTube channel. Absolutely. So, it's, What a windfall for YouTube, though. They're like, wait a minute, they're going to they're gonna do this? What a windfall for the courthouse. Are you kidding me? They'll probably become one of the biggest influencers on YouTube during that whole trial. Uh, do they say how long this trial is going to last since the district attorney there that we all don't like, that Fannie Willis chick, uh, she wants to try all 19 at the same time? So how do you get all 19 people in the courtroom at the same time with all of because you got to think Trump's walking in with at least four attorneys. Right. Exactly. If not more so. Plus the ones that sit in the back that you never hear about, you know, you never see. So all of these these defendants are coming in. They're each going to have at least at least one, if not two attorneys, if not more. I think it makes it look even better, too. It looks even more preposterous and more of a circus. It's going to be. That they're all there with all of their legal teams. Because anybody normal watching this going... Wait, this is a dog and pony show. Right. Well, I, do, I think the reason they're going to do it on the YouTube channel is they won't be able to have anybody inside the courtroom because the legal teams are going to make up, take up all the space. Probably. And just their boxes of evidence. I mean, put it this way. In my little piddly trial here in Palm Beach County, they would walk in with like 40 boxes of evidence. They'd wheel all this stuff in. I'd be like, what the heck is this crap? Oh, that's our all evidence. I'd be like, really? Will you see the evidence we have on you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why is he happy about this? You said it. Evidence. So Trump's excited that the world's going to see it for the first time. He's in his words again. They could present what they've been saying for, for like three years now about Georgia. For the first time in three years, brave American patriots will be able in court to show how the presidential election of 2020 was rigged and stolen. Wow. He's right, though. It's the only way you're going to see it. It's never been presented. You know, it's gonna, and they're going to have evidence. Right. And it, but it, here's where the gutcha is, though. This, attorney, this judge who was, what isn't she nominated by Obama? Oh, the yeah. The judge that's oh, yeah. seeing the case. Anyway, uh, they, the judge has the final say as to what can be in, in, in allowed in the courtroom. How much of it becomes admissible and how much of it do they throw out? And that's going to be the gutcha. You know, hopefully his attorneys will be able to get all this stuff involved. And this district attorney, if she's not smart, she opens up the door for all kinds of stuff to be introduced if she starts asking the wrong questions. You ask one wrong question, at least in the eyes of the defense, which turns out to be a good question, you can bring in all kinds of information following it. And that's what they're hoping for, I think. Yeah. It's like Johnny Depp's case. No doubt. When What's-Her-Name mentioned the, the former, what was it, Kate Upton or whoever it was, whatever the model, supermodel was, and Johnny Depp went, yes, bring her in. We need her as evidence. Yeah, the attorney started smiling. Yeah, right. they were doing high fives over that, So, or what, whoever the, the model was. I think it was that, listen, Trump even said it. Releasing the mugshot was a massive mistake for them, even though they thought they had a plan. I think it bigger is getting the world to see this stuff. I think so, too. And But again, we can only hope it'll all be admissible. So right. it should be interesting to see the actual proof that they had that they could say that the Atlanta, that the Georgia election was rigged. Just think if they can actually prove that. What does that do to the Amer the average American, though, living in Iowa? You won't be able to convince many people because everyone is locked into their opinions. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's enough to flip things. I don't know. It should be interesting to see it the effect. It should have a day in court, yeah. though. I agree. All right. Uh Here's today's Joe Mencha moment. All right, thanks, everybody. Where am I going now? Where am I going? It's probably what Joe's going to say tomorrow when he, alongside the FEMA oh. director, tours Idalia Damage in North Florida, well, North West need, Florida. Yeah, they need, they, need a, they need a buffer between the president and Ron DeSantis, our governor. So that'll be the FEMA director. But I'm sure they're going to go look uh, at the, the, the entire area, but they'll probably start in Perry. Uh, they said as of this morning, 90,000 people are still without power, and most of them around the Perry area where the storm came ashore. 
So they're they're working diligently. They get thirty more than thirty thousand linemen on the ground trying to repair things. So I, it looked like you know I was watching pictures. It looked like Georgia and South Carolina got hit worse than we did. It did with all the all the trees, trees they had wrapped had around down, power lines oh. and the flooding they had there. Yeah, it, was it did. Like, wow, I was like, holy cow. If and I think they're expecting to have one. If they have a full FEMA press conference, if she's part of the press conference answering questions, just like two days ago, ahead of Adalia, I would expect a bunch of Maui questions. People want to know what FEMA's doing. Well, does she bring up the Rock and the Oprah Fund? Because, you know, they. she oh, said... it makes them look bad. It's 700 bucks per person, that's it. But what they need is they need somebody to say, can't you divert money from this fund and give it to the people of Maui? Yeah. I don't think anybody in the United States would complain about taking money from the Ukrainian budget and giving it to the, the Maui people. But they can't bring it up because then it's more another spotlight on how much money's going to Ukraine and there's, not Americans. There's too much money going. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's too much. Speaking of ridiculous, yes, it seems like a lot of people are like putting a more attention on these college campuses and who's actually teaching uh, college students these Lunatics. days. Lunatics! Wow, <laughs> remember the where was the chick that attacked the the reporter? Was that New York? I the think reporter it was, with the machete. Uh, City College in New York was that was it? Well, yeah. I forget. It, but look how long it took him to fire her. And I know. She, we they had video of this reporter getting attacked with a machete. With a machete. <laughs> it's like she's threatening him. But the reporter was wrong. Now you got this guy, <laughs> professor at wow. Nichols State University in Louisiana, has had to resign because student journalists said, "Hey, he's kind of weird. Let's mm. uh, let's uh, do a feature on him on the campus website." He had a clown makeup fetish, as it turns out. It would make students wear the makeup as an assignment. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And then to try to clear his name, this is where he got into a lot of trouble. He went and did an interview with the student journalist to defend it, which is where he got really exposed. And the administration said, yeah, we're going to let this guy he go. He found nothing wrong with this is what the, the alarming thing is. No. Oh, no, no, no. Professor Jokov, Joseph Tokosh talking about the assignment okay. to the student reporters. So I have uh, an assignment in my class, and basically what uh, that class is, cultural geography. And that's an assignment. Cultural geography. What's cult- what, what do clown faces have to do with cultural geography? I think we're about to find out. Assignment in uh, one of my classes where they actually come up with their own face paint and makeup design <laughs> inspired by a culture, and they implement it. Oh, okay. It's it's a requirement for the class. All right. The student journalist who did a good job dug a little deeper, and he's he's just a weirdo. And from what I gathered, they got extra credit if he let him paint their faces (laughs) like clowns. This guy <laughs> is a sexual pervert, is what he is. He he was looking for a little uh-uh on the side. So you're, let's say you're a parent who happens oh, to be oh, paying yeah. your kids tuition at Nichols State, and you go on KNSU TV, <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, that's my kid in the class. <laughs> He's painting my kid's, kid's face. face. <laughs> uh, they got, ex- but it was only girls. It was only the girls' oh. students. There weren't any guys. Okay, it was all the women. Oh, yeah, this guy, was he was a creeper. There's no doubt about it. But how long has he been doing this before he got caught? He was, like, up for tenure. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I'm like, Thank and you got to be there a while before they give you tenure, usually, at, at most colleges. So Perfect job for him. This guy's been doing it for a while. I'm like, okay, there's John Wayne Gacy all over again. Well, he resigned on his own, by the way. They didn't have to fire yeah, him. Well, probably. Because that was about to happen. <laughs> well, I am sure. If Just think, if I, this guy shows up in a clown suit at your house <laughs> for a party. Oh, my God. Please get rid of him. Told you that was a clown school you go to. Oh, my God. That's terrible. All right. More headlines coming up next. We've got uh, the latest on the visit from the president in FEMA tomorrow to Florida. That's going to happen. What's going to come from that? Probably not a lot. Oh, did you see what happened in Philadelphia? How does a convicted murderer get out of prison? Ah. And he's on the loose. Another great prosecutor, huh? No, they can't find him. All right. Where is he? Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Labor Day weekend is upon us. Apparently, AAA is saying a lot of people are going to be driving, way more than flying. This is a driving vacation weekend. And they said the reason that is is because most parents are either getting ready for school or they're already into that school mode, you know, and the kids are going to go back to school on Tuesday. So it's it's it, they're not going to change their routine now. That makes so, sense. You don't want to be stay, late getting yeah. back to school. But still, 14 million people expected to fly. That's what TSA is saying from today through Monday. I heard they they found some guy who was like a frequent traveler. He, they, and the reporter a stupid question. So what what is what is your you know 
your medicine when you travel. He goes, expect the worst. <laughs> and if it doesn't happen, you're having a good day. <laughs> so much fun. It's like, you so you go to the airport with the expectation that it's going to be the worst day of your life. I'm thinking, that's horrible. That's horrible. It really is, if, if that's what I it's become. I have to fly again. Please. I can't imagine if, you know, you're in sales or you're in a business where you have to commute, like travel a lot. God love you. Yeah, business travel must be rougher these yeah. days. It has oh, to be. Jeez. Yeah. No, no thanks. Speaking of travel, President Biden is planning a trip to Florida tomorrow with the FEMA director. That hasn't changed yet. They're going to be together uh, to survey the damage left by Idalia. President told reporters yesterday he's going to be in Florida on Saturday. Uh Talking about the Cat 3 hurricane. I think they're bringing the uh, FEMA director to be the buffer between DeSantis and Biden. You know what's weird, though? I, I they, Whenever they do this, they usually have a joint press conference. I wonder if they're going to change it this time, though, because two days ago, ahead of Idalia, the FEMA director faced a lot of questions in D.C. still before she left. Right. About Maui, because there are still so many unanswered questions, and that didn't go too well. Okay, let me ask you this. If if they bring up Maui again, does the president actually get up there and say, now, see, we have proof of climate you know, oh, God, yeah. problems? Oh, yeah. This is like a, he already did. He said that I wanted to reach. I, he really, I was like, you got to be kidding me. That's their go-to. He can't remember where he is. Like yesterday, it happened again. But boy, he's got that. He's got climate change burned into his brain. That's that's, in a, that's in a groove. Yeah, that's what. By the way, the uh, speaking of Maui and climate crises, uh, the now the Maui Electric Company, whatever it's called, is denying and fighting claims that they started the fire. No one's saying how this fire started. The state officials or island officials were originally saying it was the high winds knocked down power lines. Now the yeah. power company's saying it wasn't their power lines that started it. They're really screwed up over there. Oh, what, and regardless what the cause was, which is important, so that something like that doesn't happen again anywhere, their response was horrific. Yeah, well, and, and there's no denying that. How long is it been? Completely and totally incompetent. Three weeks, three, a month? I think. Yeah, and now you got uh, Oprah and The Rock starting a, a fund, and they're probably going to raise much more money than FEMA is going to give these poor people. And that's pathetic. I mean, it's good that they're doing it, but you're right. It's pathetic. You know, that your, your own country doesn't take care of you, yet they're taking care of Ukraine. Sure are. More money. Just more money gets spent. Okay, I'll get off my high horse. No, but you're right. I, I get incensed that we've given hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to a country on the other side of the world, and yet you only give 700 bucks each to a person in Maui who just lost everything. It's horrific. And it's, Americans are waking up to it. They see it. I hope so. You know, I really, really hope so. I'll tell you what else we got to wake up to. Why is it that all these these convicts are escaping? Because of bad uh, prosecutors. This guy yesterday, okay, his name's Den Danello Calvaconti. He's from Brazil, 34-year-old. He is a convicted murderer. He killed his, his girlfriend in front of her kids. Oh. He's not a very nice guy. Oh. He walked out yesterday from the prison in Philadelphia. Now, they get a load of this. They said the last time they saw him, he was walking down the street wearing a T-shirt, gray shorts, and white sneakers. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, where did he get the clothes? Commissary? I have no idea. But they have no idea where this guy is. He's just walking. Just wandered. Wa he walked out of the, the jail and escaped. Or the prison. He should be in a prison. I mean, he's been convicted. He The, the Chester County District Attorney says it's, it's under investigation. You think? You got to, I mean, and they say he's he's a very extremely dangerous individual. Because we'll apparently, probably go right back to family members of victims from before, you know. Probably. Or he'll go back to, to Brazil. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> they God. said he stabbed his girlfriend here, but he was also wanted for murder in Brazil where he killed somebody else. Oh. Uh, this guy's just, a, he's just a, he's just a fine, upstanding young man. But now he's walking the streets and they don't know where he is. We have a competence problem. We really do. Because that's obviously some sort of a paperwork problem. And they just let him walk and, I, and they screwed that it up. Or he, he had help, like at those guys up in you know upstate New York, remember? They just walked. Yeah. See, oh, no, they escaped because the, the chick was helping him. Oh, that remember? one? Oh, that was different. <laughs> but this guy walked out of the front doors. Yeah, he just left. See you oh. later. Bye. All right. Walking through the, it's called Pocopson Township, whatever that is. Great. If you live in the Philadelphia area, I'm sure you know where it was. Just cruising down the street. Isn't that great? And so now there's a manhunt. So. Wow. They need to put his picture like all over the globe so people don't, you know, recognize this guy and they turn him in. They probably will. Jeez. And uh, before we head into rapid fire, we'll we'll leave you with this one. I don't know what's going on in Port St. Lucie, your neck of the woods, Dean. Are you like the mayor up there now? 
you see this? Yeah, did you see this? What happened in my pizzle? A woman <laughs> in the PSL apparently had enough of her stay at a hospital, mm-hmm. so she commandeered an unoccupied ambulance. Yeah, she walked out the emergency room doors with her, her, her hospital gear on, jumped in the ambulance, and said, adios, people. She just left? Marquisa <laughs> Allen is 25. She's got all kinds of charges against her now. It yeah. happened Wednesday afternoon. She was sitting on a bench outside in her hospital gown. When she just stole the ambulance. I think While was... the ambulance personnel were inside dropping off a patient. Oh my yeah. She jumps in and stole it. Yeah. She didn't understand, though, that they have GPS trackers on those things. So. I don't think she understands a lot of things. <laughs> she said, yeah, she fled the parking lot. Police said, of course the ambulance has a GPS tracker for lunatics like this. Right. They tracked her down immediately and alerted her to other law enforcement who had to deal with her. And now she's probably going to jail for a long time. Yeah, She, she could swap out the hospital gown for some orange. Yeah. I well, <laughs> and if she goes to Philadelphia, she can walk right out the front yeah. door. <laughs> you know what? I think we should classify her as a floor dope. Probably. Yeah, work? you know, right? yeah, she might be. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I, th- I think that I think she, she, she did, she did try to take off the minute she stopped the ambulance when the cops, you know, were with the lights on her. She jumped out of the ambulance and tried to run. Oh that that didn't last long. That's even worse. <laughs> and I'm sure, you know, it's a shame. I'm sure the, the, the EMTs there, whoever they were, the, the, the ambulance personnel are going to have to face questions. It's like, okay, how is this able to be stolen? Right. What happened? And all I have to say is, we were inside dropping off a patient. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't I, have to think about some lunatic ambulance. They no, usually right. leave it running. Every they, time exactly, I see them, they yes. leave it running because they're right. just worried about getting the patient inside. Right. So the ambulance sits there running, and and so I guess if you're brave enough to jump in the front seat and take off with it. Miss Allen, why did you steal the ambulance? It was on. <laughs> well, it was there. I think she's so dumb, we might need to put her up on the on the morning show blog. It's pretty classic. Yeah, yeah. There's a, I think our uh, TV partner, uh, WPTV Channel 5, has a great picture of her, too. Well, they don't let us share any videos, so it's yeah, I don't know if we're able to do that. It's it a was, picture? Yeah. Okay. She's sitting on the sidewalk with the cops. And if that fails, just go to like uh, stock images of just some random lunatic (laughs) in in a a hospital gown. That'll that'll do. (laughs) My gosh. Rapid Fire next. We'll catch you up on all the stuff heading into the weekend so you can talk about it. Next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. We can't send you to the long holiday weekend without knowing some stuff. This might this topic might come up around the barbecue. Well, it may come up in the airport. 14 million people expected to pass through the nation's airports this Labor Day weekend. It's actually 14% of the American people are flying. 36% jumping in a car like Diener. Yeah, that's right. I'm going. They say, yeah. going. And today it's <laughs> going to be the, they're going to be the busiest day today. Three million people. Where are you going? Uh, going up to Middleburg to oh. see the uh, in-laws for the weekend. Sounds there? like something yeah. from the Lord of the Rings, doesn't it? <laughs> are there dragons there? I'm going to go in. <laughs> as we start to drive, I'm going to see dragons and hobbits. I'm like, where That's are it? we? Middle Earth, Florida. <laughs> That's it. So if you are driving, where are your top five destinations? Number one, it's get gotta, a load of this. It's got to be Disney World, right? Seattle. Why? I'll tell you in a minute. Orlando's two. Anchorage, Alaska is three. Who's driving to Anchorage? New York City and Las Vegas. Why? Alaskan cruises are going through the roof. Oh. And a lot of people go to Seattle. That's right. First, and then fly to Alaska, or they pick up the cruise, another cruise ship, and connect in Alaska. That's one of those destination, uh, you know, fantasy trips. Right. And if you top international destination, where's everybody flying to? International? International. Take a guess. I still say it's probably Italy. Havana, Cuba. Rome is second. (laughs) Vancouver is number one. Is it really? I hear it's beautiful there. Well, again, that's another cruise port. It sure is, and that's probably why. Rome, London, Dublin, and Paris. Huh. Hmm. The best time to travel by car, by the way, leave before 11 o'clock today. Well, Well, you're screwed there, Dean. (laughs) (laughs) Hoping to be up by two. We'll see. I don't know. Then you get to Middleburg, and you get to hop on a uh, river raft. They say most of Sunday should be good. You gotta pull a rope to get to your in-laws' house. The stagecoach. Yeah. Oh, kids know how it goes. Middleburg. Take the dragon swing. Oh know. yeah. All right. This is a big announcement <laughs> yesterday. It's gonna change things, I think. And they're ha- the Trump team is happy about it. Trump's Georgia election trial will be broadcast live on YouTube. Also a massive win for YouTube. Yeah. The judge presiding over the indictment of the former president ruled Thursday all of the court proceedings will be live streamed on the court's YouTube channel. This is enormous. You know, it's also ironic because think about all the videos that YouTube banned when it came to the election interference stuff that 
No, different people were, were putting out? Exactly. All that stuff that they banned It'll and be, took off. What they were talking about will be on YouTube. It'll be on live, so they won't be able to do anything about it. So this is interesting, and, another, and it even amplifies it even more, this YouTube, YouTube itself, because every media outlet in the world requested cameras in the courtroom. Well, there'll be cameras, but they're going to have to tap into the Fulton County courtroom and just broadcast their YouTube thing if they want to broadcast this live. It's going to make the Fulton County YouTube channel number one in the world. I was going to say, are they allowed to monetize their YouTube channel? I was just thinking, I think they can. (laughs) Smart. You're looking for a good defense attorney? Call Bob. I I was an attorney, I'd be buying ads. What is it, for how many hundred thousand you get a certain amount of money, so... Mm -hmm. And whoever runs it. So the count, Fulton County will make money off of this. It's going to be an amazing month for them. Wow. I think it's. I think it starts in October, the they, trial. What did they, they say it's going to take? Because this, this district attorney wants to try all 19 together. I think that's awesome. Good. It'll make it look like even more of a circus. Sure will. Trump's <laughs> happy about it, but, though, by, by the way, because he says the whole world will see what we've been talking about yep. for three years now. See it all live. It's all going to be laid out for everybody. Okay. It's, it's going to be very interesting to see that happen. Remember, guys, we were talking about the uh, Atlanta Braves player Ronald Acuna? Yes. Just Why? a few days ago, we, he was uh, the game against the Rockies. The fans came out of the stands and ran up to him in the outfield and started hugging him and everything. It was a hug attack. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. And so they, they got right up to him, hugged him, trying to take selfies. And that was before security could you know take him away. So people started saying, wow, it's really dangerous. Like, where's security? What if those guys were trying to do him harm? Well, that was the bad news for Ronald Acuna. The good news is now he has become the first player ever in Major League Baseball history. Think about how far back baseball goes. Like, what, 140, 150 years? Mm-hmm. The first player ever to hit 30 home runs and have 60 stolen bases in a season. He accomplished the feat last night. Really? An incredible player. Unreal. What's his name again? Ronald Acuna. Acuna. Yes. He had a bad injury two years ago, too. Yeah, that's right. Good he broke his him. leg or something like that. Mm. Wow. Good for Yeah, what a comeback. Great. It's, wow. yeah, it's a great he's, comeback. He's a great guy, too. He is. Yeah, you know, really upstanding guy. Good with the fans, especially the ones that, you know, run out and try to grab him in the outfield. But <laughs> wow. Of that, and he's probably going to win MVP in the National League. Mm. And if you're a Braves fan, it's, uh, well, you're happy because that team looks good. Sure do. <laughs> good for them. Okay, good for this woman. We don't know what her name is, and she's probably in hiding because uh, she has a very expensive item on her hands. She walked into a thrift store in New Hampshire, in Manchester to be exact, looking for some old frames so she could reframe a painting that she had. And Uh-oh. over in the corner with all the ripped posters, she sees this frame that she really likes. Uh-oh. So she grabs it. <laughs> she takes it home. And she looks at it. In the corner, she sees the initials N.C. Wyatt. Oh, boy. Here we and go. And she went, huh, I wonder if that's any relation to the infamous Andrew Wyatt. And she says it can't be. Did some research. No such thing. So she throws it in her closet for five years, <laughs> takes the darn thing out again, and then realizes, you know what? That painting looks really familiar. <laughs> it turns out to be an original Wyeth worth $250,000. They're going to auction it off this month. She paid four bucks for it. Oh, my gosh. It was a different name that had been signed? Well, it was his grandson. Oh, wow. So it's not Andrew Wyeth, but it's part of the Wyeth collection. I guess the whole family painted. Wow, how about that? So now they're saying that this painting that she had is worth $250,000. You know what's funny? If she had realized it right away, she probably wouldn't get as much for it as, as she is now. Five right. years, you know, it gained value. I don't know. Paul Allen had an original Andrew Wyeth. He sold it for $23.2 million. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that puts things in perspective. Oh gosh. So, wow. anyway, it's pretty cool. Nice find. You normally hate those people. I, I do. I, I really do. Well, good for her. Anyway. <laughs> it's a find. You know, yeah. I just love the fact she shoved it in a closet for five years. I know. Amazing. Big rock and roll news from these guys. Aerosmith. Holy cow. Peace out tour. Well, you know, there's always debate. Is it really the last tour? Is it really not? I think it is for these guys, but it kicks off this weekend in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It comes to the FLA Live Arena in Sunrise, October 20th. That's a Friday night show, by the way, for us. But uh, they also announced this was, they've kind of known this for a long time, but when I went to see them at the Vegas residency, he wasn't there either. Drummer Joey Kramer, not going to be part of it. He's he's out. He's out. That's sad. What happened? He had actually, he he had a shoulder problem. Oh. But they went on to do the residency in Vegas, so he sued them. 
Oh, geez. Joe Perry even did a video. He's like, we'll wait for you. What are you doing? Oh like, why gosh. are you suing us? I, I think it's just a relationship that's oh, I see. Wow. He's just kind of nuts. I was going to say, I mean, if he's not. <laughs> kind of nuts. I, you know, <laughs> they just, you know, hate each other. I get it. But if it was just because of a shoulder injury, like. He's like, he, he was upset that they started the Vegas residency without him. And they said, we'll oh. just, we'll, we'll fill in for you. In the meantime, just get, get better and come back. No, I'm suing you. <laughs> Jeez. I was going to say the drummer from Def Leppard does it with one arm. Like, right. hey, come on. Chop that thing <laughs> off, <laughs> Let's Joe. Let's go. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, well. But anyway, they, they keep on uh, Aerosmith social media, by the way. They're showing a bunch of videos of uh, rehearsals on the stage. It's ama- They're putting a lot of money into this thing. It looks cool. great. It's going to be cool. Boy, the tours that have come out. I mean, obviously, Taylor Swift is number one. But, I mean, Beyonce's on tour right now. It's been a huge tour is going on it's lately. a lot going on. Love it. Well, I'll finish, guys, with a nice feel-good story. No, you probably always say this. Rip to shreds in the end. Fluffy <laughs> the little spotted dog. No, this time it's a rhinoceros. Oh. And it happened right here at Lion Country Safari. Oh, yeah, they had a day. I know what you're going to do. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Little white rhinoceros. <laughs> I'm going to stole it right out of your mouth. <laughs> I, I, I shot was there. Oh, yeah, it's this and that. <laughs> you want to take it away, Jen? <laughs> By all means. I can't. I can't. I can't rag on you about this because it's cute. It Go is. Ahead. I thought it was fun because it's a white rhinoceros, which are rare to begin with. I mean, there's not that many left in the world, but thankfully, like oh, it doesn't change colors one. after it's born. I don't. Yes. Well, it looks like a regular one. Okay. I, I can't explain why they call it a white rhinoceros. <laughs> okay. You're asking too many questions, Jen. Yeah, it's been ruined. <laughs> it's baby rhino of Lion Country. <laughs> see it. <laughs> It's the 40th baby rhino they've had born at Lion Country. Wow, so they've nice. had that many? Yes. Well, hold wow. On, hold on a second. What? There's a flaw in the math here. <laughs> what? <laughs> they had a baby rhino, a baby white rhino born at Lion Country Safari. That means they have two more white rhinos. It's not that big of a deal. Well, they it's still rare. Oh, God. <laughs> the baby's name is Alyssa. Go see her. <laughs> Two weeks old. They're in the maternity area. I don't have any interest in seeing that thing now. Yeah, okay. Not, Should... not rare at all. Yeah. There's like... probably a whole pack of them there. <laughs> it's a nice fluffy story. No. Put it this way. It's, the, it's this rhino's third kid. I mean, come oh on. Oh, my come God. She's popping them out like left and right over there. So. There's so many. So many. They're selling them off to other zoos. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have done this story. <laughs> God. Oh, all well. Right. I got more headlines <laughs> coming I up next. stole it off from you. <laughs> Biden's coming to town tomorrow, oh. not town, he's coming to Florida tomorrow to assess hurricane oh, damage. Good. And do we have an, a, fit, a, a final answer? Why did Fox fire Tucker? He it's talked about it last night. He still doesn't know. It's fascinating. <laughs> and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Think we said something amazing? Or stupid? <laughs> Leave us a message on the 850 mobile app, text or audio. Here's the dollar question. Biden take questions in Florida to will there be an official press conference in the in the in the wake of Hurricane Idalia? Oh, I don't think so. I think the uh, FEMA director and the governor will will take all the questions. See, I was thinking they could, they're trying to hide the FEMA director. They definitely want to hide Joe, and maybe they'll just gear everything towards DeSantis, like you're saying though, because the FEMA director ahead of Idalia from uh, when they have to do press conferences ahead of that. You know, we're, we're sending money to Florida and help. She faced a lot of Maui questions. And it um, didn't go well. Uh, you know what? I think when the world found out that each resident of Maui was getting $700 right. from FEMA, and then when they asked her, is you know FEMA going to give any more money, she said no. She said flat out no. But in, in fairness to her, it's not her call. That is the federal government telling her, you're only getting 700 bucks per person. Right. So the question I would love to hear is somebody say, well, why don't we take some of those hundreds of millions of dollars to send it to Ukraine and, like, you know, reevaluate yeah, the situation what it is. and send that money to Maui? That's what they don't want to face. And, and that's I, the obvious question that everybody wants to know. I, and I understand they're going to say it's two separate funds and one's defense and one's, you know, emergency. I'm sorry. As far as I'm concerned, the two can mingle. They're going to tie more Ukraine money to Maui. They already have some, but there'll be a big, a big package. That will be, and most of it again will go to Ukraine. You know it's going to happen. I know it's it's God. terrible. So it's it's help these poor people. Well, thank goodness Oprah and The Rock came out yesterday with that fund, and they said their fund's going to give twelve hundred bucks a month to everybody in Maui that was affected, which is good. But that's embarrassing that we can't help you know, I, I as a nation help out those poor folks. And how do you think they feel? Oh, you just lost everything, and probably most of your family, and the government has just slapped you in the face because it'd rather send hundreds of millions of dollars to Ukraine instead of to your island nation. That's brutal. It's an island state. Excuse just me. awful. Okay, because of mismanagement. Yeah, it's terrible.
man. I'm sorry. I got off track there. No, you're right. You're exactly right. All right. Uh, there's a new... He's going to have to change the name, by the way. Tucker on Twitter. On Tuesdays uh, well, and Thursdays, may, or whatever the hell they call it. Maybe he just... I told you it's going to be Tuesdays and Thursdays. There's going to be alliteration. So what does he do now that it's X? I don't know. Tucker on X. X Tucker. X Fox employee Tucker. I don't know. <laughs> it's good, though. This is interesting. The uh, founder of Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy, uh, Tucker interviewed him. It was interesting to me because... Dave asked just as many questions of Tucker. It was just a really interesting conversation. I watched the whole thing last night. I didn't mean to. It was, wow. it was fascinating. A little bit, but before you get into the story, a little bit of background about Dave Portnoy that I never knew how he started Barstool Sports because no, like you said a, when you were a kid, it was what? No, well, 20 years ago, it was just a, it was a paper. <laughs> like it was a printed paper. That he handed out. That was it. And he just sold it. It got it back, which is another whole different story. Tucker was fascinated with that for $600 million. Wow. Anyway, uh, he winds up asking Tucker about Fox. He goes, what happened with that anyway? He goes, why did they fire you? And Tucker goes, I don't know. No. He still doesn't know. They never gave him a reason? And the way he told the story was, he said, just like any employee who's ever been fired. He said, I, was, I, was, I showed up for work. This is Tucker Carlson. <laughs> He was, the, he was the biggest cable news personality in the country. He goes, they pulled him into a room and they said, we're firing you. Can you imagine? And he said, well, it's your company. He said they never gave him a reason why, but he suspects it was over this. Our view on the war in Ukraine was really, really hated. I could feel it. And my view was not pro-Russia, never has been pro-Russia. Just like, this is not our fight. It's not good for us. We should just put an end to the war because people die in war. I've seen it. It's bad. And just saying that was considered like crazy pro-Kremlin propaganda. And they were very mad about that. But to their credit, they never said anything to me about it directly. I could just smell it. That's his suspicion, wow. though, is that's what put them over the edge to, to get rid of him. And for them to get rid of him, the, the biggest moneymaker in that entire network, biggest ratings winner. Wow. And they just got rid of him. I, I, did he say? Did he, I see? I would ask. So, how many people were actually in the room when they fired you? I, I know. I want to know. What, what it was, was it like, like? The whole executive squad. He said something to the effect of, you know, an HR person, and then the the director of the company, and that's it. That's they it. didn't tell him why they just fired him. Wow. They fired him like he's an accountant. I always I, thought they had to tell you at least some reason. Right. Right. They didn't tell him. He thinks it was Ukraine. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Do you think they regret that choice now? Oh my God. This idiots. You know what else he said, which what is amazing? I mean, we had done, let's say, remember before he got fired, we were talking about things. He was getting record ratings at Fox, and every once in a while on our show, we were talking about it. Right. Wow, Tucker is blowing, him alone is, is gets more ratings than all of CNN. We had one of those stories once. You know what else he said? He goes, I never once was on the emails by choice to get the ratings. Didn't want to know, didn't care, whatever. Every really? once in a while, he'd ask his producer who's with him now, he'd say, how are we doing? Still number one. Oh, cool. Had never no knew. idea. Just wasn't part of his. Just wow. never thought about it. Never anything. But, but if you think about it, you know, it, it, and, and we try to do the same here. You you, you don't want to live by the ratings because if can't. you get a bag book, it kind of like you know blows your mind, and it's like oh god, you know, we work every day, we work hard every day, and this is the payout. And and you got to remember, it's it's really arbitrary, our arbitrary our rating system. You know, and one person could change our lives. It's crazy. Of course. So I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure Nielsen's just as bad for TV. It's interesting to hear his perspective, though. It was, it was wild. Good for him. Still well, doesn't know what they fired him. How many, how many people are following him on, on, well, on X now? I don't know, but the Trump thing, because that's what, that's what led to this whole thing, was uh, Portnoy was asking him about that, how that came to be. You interviewed Trump and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I think it's at 250 million views or something are like that Are you kidding me? No. Wow. Because Dave asked him, he says, are you concerned about that? He goes, well, only because we're new and we're trying to launch it and have it big. I can add, uh, I am the reason for six more of those views because when I was in Newport, my brother, I, you know, for a smart guy, he's so technically challenged. I said, I'm going to watch it. He had no idea how to watch it. <laughs> I said, oh, give me your phone. And then my other brother chimed in and then cousins and aunts and uncles. And so all these people were watching the Tucker interview all at the same time. It was interesting. He also said about that, Trump's people called them, called him. And it's just him and his producer. There's That's no it. light, and they don't work for for Elon. They just have this channel. Really? They had and he him, does it from his house, and right? He, he thought Trump was kidding when he said he wasn't going to do the uh, debate. He said we we were thinking, all right, he's not. He's hoaxing us, right? He's going to do the debate. But if he, all right, if he doesn't, let's do an interview with him. And that's how it came to be. Two hundred and fifty million views. It was the most watched interview in recorded history. Wow. <laughs> it was. It was. It was a great interview. And people, I love Tucker. 
I really do. Oh, I think he's great. He's just, he's, he's just wonderful. He really is. He does a great interview. Because he asks questions, like I said, that I'll never think of. Oh, right. It's like, wow, you know, it, it, they're right there, right in front of you, but my mind doesn't go that way. So good for him. Good for him is right. Good. Well, I'll go watch that now that you mentioned it. Uh, more headlines coming up next. Labor Day is upon us. It's a big driving uh, vacation weekend. We got that for sure. Uh, yeah. Biden's coming to town for hurricane damage tomorrow. We'll see what kind of damage he does to the state. I got to say, is he going to give us any money like he gave Maui? I mean, come on. I, that's what I worry about. And speaking of money, Taylor Swift is about to make more, believe it or not. <laughs> the girl's like, a, she's like an ATM machine. And more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. For the first time in three years, brave American patriots will be able, in court, to show how the presidential election of 2020 was rigged and stolen. Well, Trump released like 30 new videos. Like, seriously, they're all like listed. He just hammered out a bunch all at once. That one is all about the news that the Georgia election, well, trial, the hearing, is going to be televised. It'll be on YouTube. On the Fulton County Courthouse's YouTube channel. Who knew they had a YouTube channel? Dieter made a great point. Anybody that like, like randomly, if you happen to get like millions of hits on your YouTube channel, They'll pay you because they they put advertising on it. Right. This means Fulton County is going to make money off this, does it not? They own that. Well, they don't own it. It's their channel. So the county is going to make a fortune. They're a content creator. How do you like that? <laughs> well, maybe they'll hire some police officers. Yeah. Right. Not. I know. I don't know, but that's going to happen. And Trump's he's happy about it. I, I can't blame him. You know what? Once it's you know because they had said they didn't. All the media wanted. You know, the TV cameras in the courtroom and the judge said no. But she did say we're going to let, you know, the cameras in from our, our YouTube channel. That'll carry it. So that means all the networks have to plug into the YouTube channel to get right. it. So Which makes think, it even bigger. Yeah, how much bigger is wow. it going to be? But this way, anything that's presented in court now becomes public record. It's going to become public record anyway. But even if it wasn't televised, how many people would go back and try to find out what was said in the courtroom? Not many people are going to go back and look for, you know, whatever, you mm -hmm. know, obscure TV station happened to be there from Atlanta. But now the world gets to see it. So he gets to present all his side and in living color. So I, it should be interesting. I think it's I mean, I think it's great. It's going to happen for disclosure and they can present their stuff finally because it's never been heard in court. Like the evidence that they've talked about allegedly has never been heard and tried in court. Now do, it will. And now people will see it. Do they bring up the suitcases underneath the desks? It, they have to. I mean, we all saw that. We right. all saw those suitcases there and then gone and then, okay, where'd they go? We I don't saw know. them, you know, close all the curtains and so you couldn't see inside. So it, it should be interesting to see what they, they reveal. I, I think it's going to be fascinating. But if, you thought the, if you thought the mugshot backfired, wait till everybody sees what Trump's been alleging for three years. It's going to be interesting. But I, they got all 19 at the same time. Yeah. Does, mm -hmm. you know, I, how do you do that? I don't know. Speaking of the T-shirt, by the way, mm -hmm. one of the 30... I don't know how many videos he did. He actually holds up a new T-shirt. It, it's called Never Surrender. Oh, goodness. This is, what he, this is what he says about it. I just want to thank you for your tremendous support. And here it is. If you want to go out and get it, you can go out and get it. Have fun with it. But people do like it, I must say. Thank you very much. God. I'm still mad that he, he did that mean mug. I still think he should have smiled. No, this is better. You know there were meetings behind it, though. Oh, I bet you there was all kinds of consults going on. With okay, do I smile? Do I turn left? Do I turn right? Do I just glare into the camera? Sir, the polling says they want you to mean mug. Yes, all right, uh, okay, I'll do that. Too. Mean, and, and you know that's exactly what happened. So, <laughs> I would rather see him smile, but I understand the mean hair looked good. Yeah, hair right. looked good. Had a nice suit on. You know, red, white, and blue sticks out. So good for him. He also had something to say about this. This may affect all of us. This auto worker strike pending. Oh. Boy, I don't know. We'll see. What's happening to our auto workers is an absolute disgrace and an outrage beyond belief. Auto workers are getting totally ripped off by crooked Joe Biden and also their horrendous leadership. They just turned down a massive offer, apparently. Yeah, they had uh, the CEO of Ford said, to he, what did they say? They offered him like 18 percent or whatever it was. And they're like, no, 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 no. I, you know, if Trump's taken the side of the auto workers, that's interesting. 
You know, I, I know. because I, I remember as I think I was in college when it happened. Remember when GM went belly up mm-hmm. and they had to get bailed out the first time. And it was because they had more people who had retired on the payroll than they had active employees. And it was that retirement payroll that was killing them, which they still have, which they still have. So, I, I mean, I know the government bailed them out and that's probably why cars are so darn expensive. Uh, you can't try to find a car. Have you looked at new cars and how it's, expensive they are? It's still a problem. The inventory is still a problem. Right. But even when you find one, it's right. like, oh my, if you're a college kid, you better pray your parents are buying your car or helping you out. You won't be able to afford one. It's crazy. It's nuts. Uh, President Biden coming to town tomorrow with the FEMA director. Not town. Well, you know, northwest Florida uh, in the wake of Idalia damage. The governor will be right there with them, of course. I don't know who's going to handle the press conference. I, I would assume. If they have one. Well, out of respect, you got to let the president take lead. But I don't know if they're going to let him talk. I think what it's going to be is that the, as they're walking, he'll make comments. And that's what that'll end up being what is said. Uh, they're saying anywhere between 12 and $20 billion in damage. But that's from the hurricane itself. That's three states. Yeah. Or four states. Georgia, four states. Because it was North Carolina and South Carolina. Uh, I think, did, have we, did you see any pictures of Charlotte or Savannah? No, but I saw Georgia, and that wasn't good. Yeah, Georgia, with all those trees I that got, got knocked down. I think way more damage than anybody expected. Yeah, and I, I think the problem with Savannah and Charleston, at least because the cities I've been to, they can't handle like an inch of water they flood. Mm. So it should be, uh, you know, I haven't heard that there's been a lot of damage to those cities, but that would be nice. But here it seems to be really located in the Perry area around there. They're lucky Tampa didn't get whacked. Tampa gets whacked. It's going to be a different story. It, it's terrible. You don't it's want to horrible. get you to get a storm at all. But it sounds terrible to say, but it's fortuitous that it did land where it did land for sure. You know? Less people. I mean, yeah. less people. Bad for them. Old, I get it. Less houses. Less yeah. everything. But still, just think twenty billion dollars for four states. Look at Ian. Ian was yeah. what five times that, and it was one little. It was one area. So it's it's you know a big area, but still one state. It's interesting. So it shouldn't be, uh, you know, uh, do they did it? Did they do it specifically on a long weekend on a Saturday so no one pays attention? I think so. Sure, sure they did. It's out of the news cycle. Yeah, who's going to watch other than the people that are probably affected? In the meantime, speaking of money, well, thank God we were worried about Taylor Swift not making enough money. Now she's going to cash in again. I'll stand directly at the sun, but never well, if you couldn't get to the Eras Tour, biggest, literally the biggest tour of all time. Now it's going to be a concert film in theaters. How do you like this? It's it's only well they say it's only for one weekend, but I think they're probably going to extend it, right? And then it'll go to streaming it, service or something. Yeah, right? it starts on October thirteenth at all AMC theaters across the nation, and every AMC theater says it'll be shown at least four times on that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in those theaters. Tickets are now on sale. It should be interesting to see how long tickets are available for. Because I'm surprised they're still available. Since oh, anyway. no. Is there going to be a Ticketmaster waiting room for this <laughs> <No>. one, too? <laughs> well, and AMC went out of their way to say they upped their ticketing process so the system wouldn't crash, knowing the demand they're going to get for these things. It's going to be at, uh, the what are the theaters you always go to, Diener? The ones, the IMAX? It's going to be an IMAX shows, too. So that should be interesting. Well, that's a that'd be a great. That's way a to large see. Taylor Swift on the on the screen there. If wow. it's an IMAX <laughs> concert, an IMAX. I could see a lot of people doing this though. I mean, oh, especially because be you know that it'll be very highly produced. Right. Sound great. And you made a good point too with uh, you know the strikes and everything. I know there's still movies planned coming out, but you know after the summer blockbusters, things slow down. Oh, October I, is a good time to put this out. AMC is like yes, yeah. Can we can we yeah. keep it longer? I mean, I could see my brother taking his daughters to this. Oh, without a doubt. See, my kids are too old. They missed the Taylor Swift era. But, Bill, would your daughter go see this even though she she get tickets? Oh, she's a hundred for next year. That's how long this tour is going on. Uh, She's a hundred percent going. I will bet you I I will be dragged to this. But I like her, actually. Yeah, no, she's great. I mean, that's a good job. Everybody I know that saw this said even if they didn't like Taylor Swift. It's an amazing show. It was the most amazing show they've ever seen ever. Even better than Pink, and Pink's pretty amazing and and She concert. does put on a good show, yeah. She's like more trapeze artist than anything else, and sky artist. She comes out of the... She does amazing stuff, that woman. We better be nice to those two. They're going to be running the sunny <laughs> format in about five years, so... You got that right. <laughs> those are the future sunny artists. <laughs> It'll be all Taylor Swift all day. She's got so many hits. Come on. No, we better be nice to Taylor, because she's going to be President Taylor Swift. <laughs> 
<laughs> you think? Can you imagine she ever announced she's running for the presidency? <laughs> It'd be like she she just snowball everybody else. Forget the, it. The Swifty voting block. Oh my God! Millions and millions <laughs> of kids would show up. Young God. young adults. Hey, we have a crazy update. Remember this insane story about the lady who. They're alleging poisoned her husband, but but wrote a book about grief. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She's got a court date today. <gasps> She's a Looney Tunes. Sure is. <laughs> and more headlines coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's going to be a lot of people on the road this weekend. Yeah, but you know, it's 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 what it was interesting to me is more people are actually driving than people are flying. I know it. Uh, they said like 14 million people are going to fly, but like twice as many are going to drive. And they said it has to do with the fact that if you're in the it, okay, if you've never been in New England, you don't know anybody in New England. New England summers are from Memorial Day to Labor Day. After Monday, they literally lock down the beaches. They there's gates, there's locks. You can't get on a beach unless you live on one. So any of the public beaches shut down, and then it officially starts school on Tuesday. And it, I, I can think remember this is Rhode Island. You people are weird there. Okay, you didn't start school Lock the day up after the beaches. You didn't start school the day after Labor Day. No, I did. Oh, okay. I mean the whole beach thing. It's like because I remember in the winter you can go on Cape Cod. No, Rhode they, Island's like. No. Go to Narragansett. Lock it down. They shut down that beach and they lock it down. They got fences. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know why. I never quite figured it out. Because they can't sh- charge any more money. That's it. Because they charge you 40 <laughs> bucks to park. But that's God. besides the point anyway. So, and then here, you're already in other states. They're already in school. P- families have already gotten into that grind. They said that mode of, okay, kids are in school. We're not going to go anywhere. We're planning for Thanksgiving or Christmas. So. You got to be busy. That's that's all we're telling you. Still, they said the best time to travel is before 11 today. So get on the road now. Leave. Yeah, everybody leave. There's not going to be a lot of people at your office today. I, did you notice how many people? Okay, the big boss is out of town. Did you notice how many people weren't here yesterday? No, I didn't go back there. Oh, was my it, God. It was like was a, it a ghost town? It was a ghost town. <laughs> it was like I had echoes. Hello, 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 hello. It's like, where is everybody? You're back there playing <laughs> wiffle ball. No, I just kidding. They were having lunch at like 10 o'clock. Oh, like, holy cow. Part of Joe Biden's Labor Day plans, including a trip. I don't know how quick it's going to be. I don't know how extensive. Will there be a press conference? But he is is rightfully so, too. He's going to be with uh, DeSantis and the FEMA director tomorrow surveying hurricane damage after Idalia. Okay. So the, I, I, traditionally what happens is, you know, they land somewhere. They'll land probably somewhere in Perry or uh, thereabouts where most of the damage is and where most of the people are now lost their homes. So they walk, the the media follow when I think the president's probably going to make comments. I don't think there's going to be a press conference. I really don't because they can't trust this guy to be left on an open mic. They can't trust him. Uh, you know, DeSantis is going to speak anyway. And I don't think they want to have this FEMA director doing a press conference down here like they normally would in normal protocol because the last one she had before leaving D.C., mm-hmm. There were several pointed questions about Maui, and well, I don't think they want to face it again. Well, and she said, what, it's it's $700 per person in Maui, and that wasn't going to change, right? Now they asked her, is, are you going to increase, is that number going to increase? No. She also said, though, when they said that it was climate change, she was like, uh, I have to disagree with you on that one. That's another one. Yeah. She, so, they're, they're, I mean, but her hands are tied. You know, right. as the director, she can ask for all the money in the world. But if the president's telling her, no, you're not getting it, or Congress is telling you, no, we're not going to give you any more money, it, it, her hands are tied. Yet, I, I would love somebody to ask the president of the United States, why can't you take money out of the Ukrainian fund and send it to the people in Maui? Or in this case, send it to the people in Perry or where who were affected by this latest hurricane. And that question needs to be asked. And, but no it would be great if somebody did. There, and the answer will be it's two separate funds. It, Congress would have to approve, you know, taking funds from the Defense Department and sticking it in the Emergency Department. I'm sure that would be some, you know, babble like that. Man. I, it makes no sense to me because me, you steal from Peter to pay Paul. Just that simple. Help out our people first. Yeah. Speaking nuts. of money, by the way, did you see this creep up? Oh, I thought you thought creeper. I was going to say, what creeper? Oh, no. <laughs> we're we're not talking about Joe anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy Joe. Powerball yeah. is uh, 420? 20 million. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Did you buy a ticket? I bought one yesterday. Yeah, as part of the grouper. I'm, I know I have a grouper, so they put... I always went on Cash Pop. I won two bucks on Cash Pop oh. the other day. I was excited. Woo-hoo. And I checked that last, because it's like my last hope. I know. a little machine. <laughs> I never knew what a Cash Pop was until I bought a grouper. I know, And I, I like didn't it. know what a grouper was until the guy in front of me, like a year ago, ordered one, and I went, wow, that's pretty cool. I got to get one of those. 
I'm more excited, and you don't want to hear about this, but they found Nessie. I think we should put these pictures up, too. It should be a tripler today. Oh. I know. God forbid we make your work over there, Diener. They, don't, don't worry. The picture she's talking about of Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, is so grainy. It doesn't meet the qualifications <laughs> for the, the pixels for the website. There are more people at Loch Ness right now looking for Nessie than there has been in the history of the world. And this one photographer has these pictures of the Loch Ness Monster. I think it's just a big eel. Million dollar cameras now. <laughs> and technology and infrared. And they still can't get a clear picture of this thing. Every one of them you see is grainy. It's, not it's like grainy. Bigfoot. It's a, it's a good picture. It's a professional photographer took this picture, but you don't see a head. All you see is like oh, the body. They, could, they couldn't. No, they, it they goes up and down. They have motion serpentine. tracking cameras now. They can go under the water. They can follow she it. She was have, on the shore. They have drones, and yet they still can't get a f- complete picture of this thing. Oh, isn't that something? I'm telling you, she exists. <laughs> she's going to eat somebody someday, and then they'll sure. know she's alive. What does she eat? Photographers, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Well, this is happening today. One what? of our favorite, who shouldn't say favorite, it's awful, but it's crazy. The author of a children's book that was about grief, oh, who's accused of poisoning her husband. She has her court date today. She's going to lose. I hate to tell you. Utah writer Corey <laughs> Richens is facing a first-degree charge of aggravated murder. This is what they said she did. Allegedly killing her husband by serving him a cocktail lace with fentanyl. See, now what's going to get her, though? They took her phone. And they take your computers and your phones, and oh, even yeah, if they, they do. don't take them, they can get the information. The stuff that she looked up, how to, what's a lethal dose of fentanyl? If someone's poisoned, how does it go down on the death certificate? Luxury prisons <laughs> for the rich in America. Really? Oh, yeah. She looked all this oh, stuff up. Can cops force you to do a lie detector test? Uh, FBI analysis of electronics in an investigation. How do you beat a lie detector test? She looked up all this stuff. Yeah, and how do you self-publish a book on grief? And Yeah, but then she specifically asked, how do you kill somebody? What do you need for a lethal dose of fentanyl? She's facing 25 years to life in prison if found guilty. If she's not found guilty. I, I don't know who they would have be. <laughs> a, t- a terrible prosecutor's office if they don't, but she's, wow. Yeah. All they're going to do is show the searches she did on her phone and her computer. I wonder if she's that done. Book, I wonder if that it's it's sad because she's got kids, so you know they have this story to deal with and the husband's murder. I wonder how many copies of that book sold. Like, can you still oh, buy it? I bet you. I bet you a lot of those books got sold. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, did they recall well, maybe the book? Maybe it goes to the kids at least. The money. Yeah, would hope. Oh man! But still, yeah, I guess they I would recall because that's kind of like the son of Sam law. Right. right that's you right. can't make money. It's murderbilia. Yeah, you can't do that. So I would assume they took it off the shelf. But how many people have? Uh, so if you have a copy of this, keep it because it could be worth a lot of money someday. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> well, it's murderbilia. You might as well buy a Gacy clown painting. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to rapid fire coming up next. Kind of, sort of. It's We've... morphing into <laughs> something else because it's Friday. And football season has arrived. Yes. So Yay. the last rapid fire update of the week at 8 35-ish, I, I think, Yes, becomes Friday football picks. I'm and holding in my hand the picks. <laughs> Who's it, playing? It's like the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yes. Who's playing? Yeah. It's, there's no, find out. There's no like, NFL games, <laughs> it's right? It's all college. It's all college oh. for, the, for this one. Oh, I yeah. bet you the Buckeyes are on there, right? Maybe. Oh, I, I know they are. Do it just to <laughs> aggravate me. Until next week when we have pros as well. Next week is already NFL season? Get ready for the first oh, Friday football. Can't you just smell the change in the oh, air? Yes. It's the com- leather, the sweat, the stink. <laughs> That's the show. It's coming up next. The Self-Lord Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Rapid. I thought we were doing something else. Wait a minute. Screwed up again? <laughs> <laughs> We're so used to rapid fire on a Friday. Yeah, I gotta still play the intro. That's okay. That's all right. So I, I guess I should switch it up, right? Yeah. Because until well, we pay the big voice guy right. to do a new intro. Goodbye, rapid fire. Hello, this. What it is? It's our Friday football picks on the South Florida Morning Show. <laughs> Your results will definitely vary. Ouch! Yes. Oh, I missed this. Oh, listen to that. The smell of pumpkin spice is in the air. Beer. The leaves are changing. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> it's, it's, I think of other things. <laughs> it's 20 degrees cooler. <laughs> That's right. God, Automatically. 
It's wow. back. Listen to that music. By the way, remember I told you that they were using this on ESPN for Monday Night Football yeah. last year? Mm-hmm. They're still using it. Are they really? The generic? Yes. How do you like that? They're using the same music we are. I think they owe us money. I feel like they do. This is our music. Or at least a segment. <laughs> so the football picks are back, guys. Are you ready to start it all up again? Let's do it. Week one is here for college football. I can't believe I'm saying that. It's September. It's September 1st. And next week we'll have pros. Yeah. It's going to be all back next Thursday, this upcoming Thursday. So we'll make uh, four picks in a wild card. That's right. And Bill is the defending champion. Right. Let's not forget. I forgot about that. Yeah. I wasn't here. That's why he won. And oh, you were making <laughs> your picks from a hospital bed. Remember? Yeah. I was, I was like literally a week after open heart surgery, and this one's texting me going, what are your picks? I'm like, are you kidding me? We had to keep it going. <laughs> but now you're back in studio to do your picks, Jen. So all college this weekend, Lions and Chiefs start off the NFL this upcoming Thursday, so we'll have the full slate next week. First game on the docket for week one, Penn State, your Big Ten foe, Jen. Yep. You'll notice that some of these lines are a little wacky, even though we don't pick lines. The, the, the first week is kind of tough. Oh, that's all I was going by. Yeah. yeah. I've done no research no, in that's college football. Totally fine. We're going to learn as we go. Penn State, number seven in the country, just to start the season, by the way. They're a 20 point favorite at home, just for your information, <laughs> against West Virginia. Wide it's a, out. It's a 7 30 game tomorrow night. Jen, our first pick of the season goes to you. Who you got? Oh, come on. It's going to be the Nittly Lions. The Nittly Lions is what it's going to be. Come on. They, they, it's going to be them. It's. They, I don't even think West Virginia is going to score. You're, you're going against the Mountaineers? I'm sorry. How I do like you? the Mountaineers, but I am taking the Nittly Lions. Right. So, Penn State. Is Penn State still under that death penalty thing where they can't have a bowl game or is that over? No, they're done with that. So they're okay. they're back in the mix. Well, regardless, 20-point favorites. I'm going with Penn State, obviously. <laughs> it's hard not to. I know. It's, I think we're all going to have the same picks, actually. We, we, we may, actually, because this one is, uh, like I said, not a lot of competition in week one. But, yeah, Penn State. I mean, yeah, they're I, right at home to start the season. A of bit, course. Three-touchdown favorite. Next game, this one's actually, I think this might be one of the best games of the weekend. So I was excited to put it on here. North Carolina against South Carolina. Now, normally that's not a marquee matchup, but South Carolina has a quarterback named Spencer Rattler who um, transferred from Oklahoma. Oh, he's there now? He's at South Carolina now. And Drake May is a quarterback at North Carolina. He's touted to be maybe the number one pick next to the quarterback from USC in next year's draft. He's really good. So you have two of the best quarterbacks in college football playing in this game tomorrow night, 730. North Carolina is at home and a two-point favorite. So who do you got, Jen? North Carolina or South Carolina? I'm going in. What was that guy's name? Orgeron? Oh, Ed, Ed Orgeron? I loved him. So he was he was the Gamecocks coach, right? No, incorrect. No? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What'd you do? Did you pick off a faulty information? I did because I took the Gamecocks. I took South Carolina. Oh, okay. Just because I like them better than North Carolina. That's fine. I had no idea. Who's or, who was Orgeron with? LSU. Oh, I picked them too. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All comes out in the wash. Yeah, that's all right. Sorry. Uh, Wrong team. I'm taking South Carolina, too, because of the two campuses. That's the only one I've been to. All right. That's fair. <laughs> See? I, I, and it's a nice campus. That's all I got. I've heard it's very nice there. Is that it true? is. Uh, at that campus there? It's in Raleigh, cool. isn't it's it? It's like an old, like if you imagine an old southern school from the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, it was like that. All right. I liked it. It's pretty cool. I the scenery is nice. Well, this is our first uh, separator game oh, of the season. Oh, you're taking North Carolina, uh, are you? North Carolina at home. I think Drake May, quarterback there from North Carolina, has something to prove. He's trying to be a top five pick in this year's draft, maybe a Heisman candidate. So you're going to start to hear the name Drake May a little bit more after this weekend. So Ooh, North Carolina. breaks a hip. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so here's where LSU comes into play. Okay. Because <laughs> now Labor Day weekend, we got games the entire long weekend for college football since, since there's no NFL. This one is on Sunday night in Orlando, Florida State, number eight in the country to start the season. They got Jordan Travis there, another highly touted quarterback, and they're playing number five LSU. So two teams that have a lot of, uh, you know, I guess expectations around them this season. 7.30 Sunday night in Orlando. Neutral site, Jen. Who you got? Have you noticed, though, Diener? Have you noticed, Bill? Diener knows everything there is to know about of all these teams. I'm going LSU. Sorry to all my Florida State fans, but right. uh, I, liked, uh, I like the Tigers and I like Ed Orgeron. I that's, got the right guy, That's fair. Right? Yeah, no, okay. that, that game's a toss-up. 
I mean, LSU's a two-point favorite, so it's another one of those toss-up games. I thought FSU, the, the Knowles were good last year, and I think I think I heard they're returning a lot of people this they year. They are, yeah. So they're going to put it together. Even though they're calling this a neutral site, it's in Orlando. Right. It's still All you're going to hear yeah. for three hours is, It's going to be a lot. That's true. <laughs> Un- unconquered in Orlando, FSU over LSU. I'm going FSU as well. Oh, I'm the standout, huh? I know. I Look, you know I'm a big Hurricanes guy, and I really hate to pick Florida State, but... I think they're, uh, they might have a special season on here. They have a tough schedule, but I think they get this first game. I think they're going to be good. Yeah, I like the quarterback there. Jordan Travis is really mm-hmm. good. Clemson at Duke is on a Monday night, so your Labor Day game is Monday night at 8 o'clock. Number 9, Clemson, they're still in there. They're still in the mix as a top 10 team. A 13-point favorite on the road at Duke. This is an ACC matchup. Jen, do you smell an upset here? No, I'm going oh. Clemson. <laughs> Sorry. I, I should take Duke, considering Doris Duke. I was just in oh, her hometown in Newport, but See, no, I'm taking Clemson. You went against Doris Duke. I always think Duke <laughs> should be better at football. I know. I mean, they've got, the obviously, the great at basketball, right? right? But you think right in that area of the country, they should be able to recruit better. They just never are. It's weird, isn't it? And Clemson's number nine in the country, so that's the real reason. Yeah, so I'm well, going with them. Those Duke, Clemens. Yeah, I'm going Clemson, too. But, I mean, to Duke's credit, they have had some good years. They uh, Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes there, the quarterback for the Giants. Danny played there. Dimes. So they, they've had some decent years, but... They have cool uniforms. They do. It's very nice. <laughs> oh, now you're sounding like me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm using your methodology. <laughs> I like the blue. <laughs> so we have a couple of separator games, but that's not one of them. We're all on Clemson. And now the wild card games. Now, normally I like to pick games that are really close for the wild card <laughs> options. Jeez. But not in week one here. So what I did was all these lines were so big, I took these giant favorites, <laughs> and you just have to pick one. You did a good job finding the blowouts, <laughs> yeah. but, but you found four blowout games. I did. So basically just pick one gimme. It's going to be an easy win. We can choose between Colorado at TCU, which is TCU favorite by 20 at noon. <laughs> Ohio State. Yes. A 29-point favorite at Indiana. Go Bucks. Alabama starts off the season as a 39-point favorite at home <laughs> tomorrow night against Middle Tennessee State. And USC starts off as a 38-point favorite Jeez. at home against Nevada tomorrow night. Where do you go? Which one are you going with? Although Jen? my heart says I should bet on Ohio State, I'm going to go with Alabama. They're going to crush oh. Middle Tennessee State. I don't think Middle Tennessee State will even score a touchdown in that, that stadium. So not part of your pick, but do you think they cover? Do you think they cover 39 points? Ohio, uh, Alabama. Alabama yeah. I bet you they have 45. Wow. All right, we'll keep an eye on that one. Just out of curiosity. <laughs> I can't turn down a 39-point spread. <laughs> I just can't do Alabama it. Too. I, I have to. You go, Bama. I have to. <laughs> Alabama's like a, a pro team. Come yeah, on. I know. And even though it's against Middle Tennessee State, Nick Saban is going to be angry for all four quarters. Just because. So I, I, I'm I totally going with them. I wanted to take USC. Caleb Williams is going to be the number one draft pick this uh, upcoming year. He's the defending Heisman Trophy winner. He might join <laughs> Archie Griffin as the two-time really? Heisman winner. We'll see. They're talking about it. I think he's going to have a great season. But... I'm going the horny toads, baby. Are you really? TCU. TCU. I th- they're going against Colorado. There's a lot of hype around Colorado because Deion Sanders is the head coach. You're betting against Neon Dion? I am. I think wow. TCU gets the job done at home in Colorado. They're going to realize, oh, Deion Sanders is coaching. He's not playing. So it's going to be the key right there in that game. You know what the key was to all of this today? You know everything there is to know about all these football teams. I like college football. My God. I know nothing about any of them. <laughs> I know. Right? I including just... my Buckeyes. It doesn't mean I'm going to win. So, <laughs> I lost last year. Okay, here that's you it. go. Week There's one is in the picks. books. My picks. These will be on the morning show blog, as always, for you to follow. Oh, on. that's right. Post yeah. it for uh, posterity so yep. we can't lie and change our picks. That's, that's the goal. I always forget, though. I have to go back after I hear who won or lost. Especially, and then I say, did I pick that team or not? Uh, you'll be able to remember you picked Alabama with 39 points over <laughs> Middle Tennessee State. <laughs> that one I'll remember. It's the other. I had Ed or- Orgeron confused. That's, that's all. Right. all. It happens. <laughs> so you can follow along on the morning show blog, 850WFTL.com, on the long weekends. Keep up on our picks. Come Coming up next, we will uh, wrap up the entire week before the long weekend with some more Labor Day stuff. A couple of headlines, too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Well, that guy who said yesterday, <laughs> where am I going now? He Ooh. will be in Florida tomorrow, touring damage, talking about recovery, I hope, with the FEMA director. And DeSantis, uh, Joe Biden will be at the uh, Big Bend area 
I guess, look at the damage after Edalia. I guess it's always more, more reassuring when you hear from the President of the United States that, yes, uh, we're going to give you all the money you need. Hope so. You know? Hope so that's hopefully what he says. that's what he says. I, I would assume as such. I mean, he basically said that before it even touched the ground. So uh, you can you can only hope he continues to say that. But I, I think, like everybody else, Bill, there's going to be more questions about Maui. Somebody's going to get it in there. Of course. Oh, absolutely. Now, will anybody following them around, or maybe there's a press conference, maybe not. Will somebody have the guts to ask him about that? Where's the money so. for Maui's? If, you know, you're going to increase the 700 per person? As they said no the other day. I, you know, it, it depends on who's at this press conference. I mean, how many, is there going to be somebody there from a, a bigger city? Because does Tampa take the shot? You know, a Democratic city, does it take the shot at the Democratic president? No. It's got to be somebody from, I don't know, a... a, a what is Perry? Is Perry more Republican than Democrat? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it may be somebody from <laughs> there why, that asked the question. That's why DeSantis said specifically Perry the other day. He said, you loot, they shoot. This is Perry, Florida. You okay. don't know what's behind that door. <laughs> okay. So maybe it'll be somebody from there that says what the heck's going on, you know? I hope so. It, it'd be know. interesting to see what happens. And it is Memorial Day. I mean, excuse me, Labor Day, of course. And according to the recent numbers, we know that a lot of people have barbecues. It's a big barbecue weekend, right? Yeah. You having one? Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Come on, I was banking on you cooking. Oh, that's fine. Americans, get this, consume 818 hot oh. every second. What? From Memorial Day to Labor Day. Really? On average. Oh, God. That's a lot of hot dogs. That's sure. Well, you know what? I would assume baseball stadiums account for a lot of that. Oh, that too. That's right. You know, even though, I mean, the barbecues, there's always hot dogs, but I, I'm not a big hot dog person. I'd much prefer a hamburger. Well, you got to get kosher hot dogs. That way it's real meat. Oh, okay. Not it's lips and beaks. <laughs> and feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. On that no. note, we're leaving. 14 million people expected to fly a lot more on the road. They say the best time if you're traveling on the road is to leave before 11 o'clock this morning. So hurry up, pack your bags, and get going. Uh, we're out of here. Where are we? we don't work Monday, do we? Wow, we got three days off. Thanks for that. We'll be back Tuesday. Have a great weekend and be careful. Enjoy your families.